Hello, welcome to Netno the Networking Show. This is the first ever episode. So I'm a bit pink and excited, to be honest with you. And I thought I'd take this episode as a chance just for us to get to know each other a little better. So I'm going to tell you a bit about me, a bit about how I've got into the world of networking, and just, you know, we'll just spend a little bit of time together. So my name is Jenny Smith. I am your host. Um, and I've been networking professionally on and off for about 17, 18 years across the UK and I didn't have the best start with networking to be honest with you so we'll go back a little bit further and um, sit back and relax I'm going to tell you a story so I grew up in a lovely little village called Wetherill which is just outside Carlisle and that's um, not too far from where we are now actually we're filming in Liquid Studios which is in Thursby and I, growing up, I always kind of knew I wanted to start my own business, but I had absolutely no idea what that looked like, what kind of business it would be. To be honest, the village I grew up in had a little village shop and I always thought, oh, I'll maybe like run a shop. They sold sweets and I liked sweets. That was my logic. So when I went off to uni, I went to Liverpool to John Moore's and did business because it seemed like quite a safe bet, to be honest with you. So went off, went to uni, had a great time. And in my second year at uni, I got one of those random emails that you get that's like, do you want some work experience in a creative sector? And I was like, I like creative people. I'd like to do that. So I applied and I got it. And I ended up going and doing voluntary work at a business called Milky Tea. And this was a really small business at the time. Um, it's still going now, years later. Um, but at the time, it was just John, the founder, and he did CGI and animation. And to be fair, I still don't really understand what that is. But I went along and I was doing some just voluntary work with John. So like some market research, trying to um, just apply the stuff that I was learning at uni into the real world, essentially. And at one point, John was like, right, come on, I'll take you out to a networking event. And no one had ever told me about networking events. I'd never heard of networking events. John was just like, I'll meet you at this time at this place and we'll go together. And I was like, okay. So here's me, still a student. And he was like, don't tell anyone you're a student. You're the business development manager. And I was like, all right. Um, and we went into this bar in Liverpool and I got thrown a name badge and a gin and tonic. And I was just told just to go and talk to these people. And it absolutely terrified the bejesus out of us. Like all these grown-ups in suits just chatting. And I was expected to go and talk to them. And to be fair, at the time, I was really hungover. It was the day after Valentine's Day. And when you're single and a student, Valentine's Day is a great night out um so yeah it wasn't the best time for my first networking experience I lit I remember sitting on this sofa because I didn't even have the courage to stand up in the room I went and found there was a sofa in the corner sat on that sofa and literally physically shook for most of the night I spent the rest of it hidden in the toilet like it really wasn't a great time for me I'm not gonna lie to you um but that experience aside I plucked up the courage to go to a another event I think it was like the week after again went along with John it was a different bar and um, I wasn't hungover this time which definitely helped and this time there was a person stood on the road this guy stood on the road at the other side of the bar and I was like oh, do you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna do it I'm gonna pluck up the courage and I'm gonna go and talk to him <gasps> so I got my drink and I twaddled over and I went hello um Hi, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I thought I'd come and say hello. And he was like, oh, I don't know what I'm doing either. Thank you so much for talking to me. Um, and his name was Livingston and he made furniture and he was lush. And we just spent the whole night talking to each other. And um, it was just one of those moments where I'm like, oh, 
that's not so scary. And it's not just me that's scared. He was scared as well. But in my eyes, he was this grown up who like had his life together, um, whereas I did not at the time. Um, so that that really for me was my first kind of, even though I had the terrible experience, the hiding in the toilets one, that was my first real networking event because it was the first time I actually had the courage to go and say hello to someone. Um, so that's where it kind of all started. And after that, I was like, oh, if I can talk to one person, I can talk to another one. And then I got a little bit of addict, like addicted to networking. And in Liverpool, this was back in 2006 or seven. This was a long time ago, 2006 or seven, longer time ago. And there was just, it, yeah, Liverpool was capital of culture, 2008. So there was loads of exciting things happening, loads of events and music and restaurants. And it was just an awesome city to be in. It's a city I still absolutely adore now. Um, and networking was such a massive part of the business culture there that there were so many events that I quickly found that I'd go to an event, I'd talk to someone and I'd go, oh, you need to speak to this person. And then I'd meet someone else and they'd go, oh, you need to speak to this person. So after I graduated, a company that I had met through networking, um, I ended up getting a job with them, working as the business development manager and going out networking. And again, I was finding that the, I was making all these connections between people that was adding a lot of value to them and it was really beneficial. But I tried to think of ways in which that I could potentially monetize that, turn that into a business or turn that into an opportunity. So I invented a job. Um, it was one of the funnest jobs I've ever had, I'm not going to lie. So I created a job where I would go networking full time. So I would take on a client, only one from each sector, so there was no conflict of interest. I would do a kind of corporate analysis on their business, which was based on my dissertation from, from uni. And I would get to know them, their products, their services, their target market, who they were looking to work with, who'd be a good contact for them. And then I'd go out and do all the legwork. So I would go to all the events on their behalf. And the other option that I had for this was a lot of people sometimes will take commission when it comes to introduction. So if you introduce me to someone and I end up doing business with them, you'll get a percentage. I made a decision then and I've stuck to that to this day that I would never take a commission from any introductions that I made for a few reasons. The first reason was that I felt that, well, one, it was gonna be really hard to monitor. Like how do you just stalk these people? How, what's gonna stop them go off and doing business and not telling you? Secondly, I always wanted any introductions that I made to be authentic and to be the right fit for that person rather than I'm making an introduction because you're gonna pay me the most referral fee. So. I, I kind of called that one, hence the, the full-time networker is a different option. So with this one, the businesses would pay me a monthly retainer. It, they knew what they were spending every month. I covered all my own costs in regards to membership fees, to joining networks, to travel and all those different expenses that come with it. And I would just go out to like, I went to like five, six events every day, Monday to Friday. Um, and the more networking that you do, the more events become open to you. So by going out networking, I built all these amazing relationships. I got to know people. That increased my social capital, which is something we're going to cover in a, one of the episodes. But that increased my social capital, these resources and these connections I had access to. More people wanted to tap into that. So more people wanted to be part of my network so they could get the benefit of those introductions as well. So I was getting invited to all these amazing events that... I wouldn't have had access to. These are events that you can't just book on 
on Eventbrite or find on Google. So invitation-only kind of networking, um, the launch of a new restaurant or like the international tennis tournaments or whatever it might be, or fashion shows, amazing networking opportunities. And that allowed my clients um, to get access to connections that, again, they wouldn't have access to were it not for me going out and building all these networks. So I didn't pay for food or wine for like a year, which was nice um, at the time. But after a year, again, I was like, wanted to sit in a darkened room and not speak to anyone because networking you give away like a bit of your soul it feels like when you go to all these events you it's a lot of energy a lot of time you know I was up at five six in the morning for breakfast networking and then lunch and tea and whatever and then out late at night so it wasn't a sustainable lifestyle but it was such a fun one um I would highly recommend it if you are young free single and you've got the energy go out and network full time um but after a year I was like right I'm gonna call this there's only so far I can grow this business I've learned so much from not only the experience of attending all of these events but also from all these amazing businesses and entrepreneurs and people that I've been able to connect with and talk to and learn from so at that time in my life my sister was getting married so I was like right it's time for me to move back home to Cumbria so I moved back up and in a bid to get like a grown-up job I was like right I'll go networking that's what I know how to do. I don't know anyone in business up here, so I'll go out networking and I'll meet some people. Had a little look and literally at the time, I could hardly find anything. The Chamber of Commerce did some events. There was a few B&I chapters and that was pretty much it, to be honest. So I was like, right, I, I know enough about networking as a delegate to be able to host some really nice networking opportunities for people. Um, if I can't find any events, then other people can't either. So there's potentially a bit of a gap here. So that's when I flipped and created my second business, which was hosting events. So this time I would put on four events every month, each with a different kind of vibe, a different location and give businesses the opportunity to, to get together and network. And I thought it would be like, yeah, everyone would be like, oh, we've been dying for this. No, no, no. Um, it was hard graft. Like, I found that people people networked, but they didn't go to events to network. So it was quite a big, like, education piece that I had to try and do to show that networking and going to an event to meet new people is actually worth your time. Because it is a big investment of time as well as, you know, financially paying to be a member of a network. Um, so getting people to part with the cash is always difficult at the best of times. So it took about a year, I think, to really to really prove that I was in it to, for, to stay kind of thing. And it's building that trust, which is such a massive part of networking at any stage. So, yeah. So about a year in, I think um, that's when it was either Lloyd Motor Group or Armstrong Watson. One of them joined as a member. And I think when they did that kind of set the tone and like businesses started going, oh, well, if they're joining, then it must be something to this and built May 15 up for the next few years, which was wonderful. And again, I got to learn so much running a business, running a network, being at the center of a network is a really wonderful, powerful place to be, but it's also a very draining place to be. Um, so over the next few years, had a great time, but 
again, I felt like I took it as far as I could go. We ended on a high. I launched um, an awards, which was awesome. We had a great night. It was a really great party and celebration. But it was also my last event, running May 15, um, which then got passed on and someone else ran it for another few years, which is awesome. But I ended up moving over to the Northeast, which is where I live now. So I've been there for like nine years in the Northeast. It's an awesome place to live. It reminds me a lot of Liverpool and Cumbria, like combined, because you've got the rural, you've got the city, you've got a lovely mixture, you've got the seaside, it's got everything. Um, and the businesses there are amazing. The The range and scope of sectors that exist, that flourish in different areas. So when I first moved over there, I was like, right, again, I need a job, I'll go network and see what I can find. Um, and there was a network called the Muscle Club that was started years before my time. But... It kind of, I think, on when I when I went over, it started kind of dwindling off a bit, and I was like, right, I can I can do this. So I met the founder, a guy called David, and I was like, David, give me a job, let me run this network for you. I can I can build it back up. I can run it. I can make it amazing because it, it was an amazing network anyway. And eventually, after some stalking, he he let me. And I had the best time running the Muscle Club for like three years and getting to know the Northeast, getting to know the businesses there. And during that time, I created in my in my mind like what the world of networking looked like in terms of like what where all the events sit and fit together. Fast forward a few years, and after running the Muscle Club, I ended up working in tech for three years, which was awesome. Um, delivering business support and when I was there I drew out this kind of visual of what the world of, of networking events look like and the CEO was like oh that's a hypothesis and I was like what the heck's a hypothesis and he says well you need to take it to a university and they'll do some research and he sounded it made it sound so like well obviously like so easy so I was like okay so that's what I did I took it to Durham University Business School and they did some research into this visual of what the world of networks and looks like. It's like a map essentially to navigate networking events. And after going on maternity leave and having my little girl, um, I decided that I was gonna start my own business again. It was time. And this time it was doing what I am so passionate about, which is helping people network. And that involves teaching networking skills and it involves using that model to create networking strategies for businesses. Um, just so happened that the week that I launched the business is also the week that the world closed and everyone stopped networking. So lockdown hit. And like a lot of businesses, um, everything that I thought was going to happen just went up in the air. It all went Pete Tong. Um, but I was still able to launch and deliver online and support businesses through a really tough time and help them utilize their networks to be able to more effectively, efficiently navigate that craziness that few years um it's now three years in to the business to net no and alongside getting to teach networking skills create networking strategies i've launched a SaaS platform software as a service that um helps people find networking events and i'm also now a year into my phd so i've gone over to the dark side of academia and i'm absolutely bloody loving it um so i'm researching networking events now at durham uni business school um and Again, it's it's really bringing all those worlds together to help empower people to simply have conversations. And that's exactly what this podcast is all about. I want to literally just tell you everything that I know, everything I've learned, everything that I'm learning during my, you know, 
ongoing journey doing the PhD. So over the next, we've got a year of content planned. So we're in this for the long run. We're not going anywhere. Strap on, strap on, strap in. That could have gone wrong. Um, strap in. And the content that I want to be sharing with you is going to be an absolute mix of the practicals, the, you know, the scary stuff, how to approach someone, how to navigate small talk, how to um, walk into that room full of strangers, how to follow up and turn it into business, not just friendship or both. But also I want there to be loads of real strategy in there. So it's going to build over time. And as I'm learning more, you're going to learn more. Um, so yeah, that's why we're here. That's my journey to get to this point. And I'm just really excited to start this new podcast and be able to just share everything with you. So I hope you're excited just like me. And I hope if you fancy coming on this networking journey, you'll subscribe, you'll hit the bell and get involved. Comment, tell me what your issues with networking are because um, I want to hear from you and then I can create content that is exactly what you're after and that's going to help you with networking because that's what I'm here for. So there we go. First episode done. Hope you loved it. I'll see you over the next one where we're going to start delving into some content and looking at why networking is even important in the first place. So I'll see you there. A Liquid Studios production.